0: Welcome to episode 119 of The Local
1: Meta, my name is Fletcher. And I'm John.
0: John, how's it going?
1: I'm alright. Sweet. Staring at a little thing that I bought for no valid reason other than it looked cool.
0: Your aquarium decoration?
1: Yep, I actually plugged it in so now it's actually glowing at me.
0: Okay. (laughs) Apparently you just like buying pet supplies for like non-pet related things
1: kind of i like buying i like impulse buying things but the worst thing is this wasn't even an impulse buy um like weeks ago like three weeks ago i went to the pet store with my girlfriend she wanted to buy stuff for her cat and i saw this sitting on a shelf but at the time i didn't really have any extra money Mm
2: -hmm.
1: so i'm like well i'm not gonna buy that because you know i don't want it but you know like I really want that, and I'm gonna come back for it one day. And last week we were out and about, and we were like trying to find something to do. And we had just finished up at the zoo. And She's like, "Well, she didn't know what to do." So I'm like, "I'm like, I just started driving, and she's kind of went with it." And I went back to the pet store. I feel like and... you're
0: equally likely to end up, end up like face down in a ditch with that happening, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe. So, I I just went into the pet store and just grabbed it off the shelf and bought it. So, I have a sweet skull as a desk decoration.
0: Your weird cyberpunk skull thing. Yeah.
1: Cyberpunk 40K, whichever you want to call it. Yeah. It looks sweet, though.
0: Yeah. I mean, also, I have an avocado that is a dog chew toy.
1: (laughs) You too. Also for me. Oh, you may or
0: may not have purchased for me. But
1: I also may or may not have its twin. I know.
0: Because <laughs> uh, you sent me the picture of the. Uh, Wait, a Gengar? Two Gengars. Two, two Gengars and then an avocado. <laughs> and that avocado looks just like the look on its eyes are like,
1: shit. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to have a good time. Uh, uh, just to add to the absurdity, I also recently bought a Magikarp plushie. And for anyone who knows Magikarp, you know that Magikarp always looks like it's absolutely horrified at something, right? Yeah, like Yeah. So I have the Gengar Gangbang in one corner <laughs> and like two feet away I have the Magikarp looking at that looking at that with those like this shocked, horrified expression, and now I have like this little story going on from <laughs> yeah, stuffed this... animals that I happen to own.
0: Uh, (laughs) uh, we're adults i promise (laughs) this is what happens when you get disposable income
1: (laughs) this is what happens Uh, when you get disposable income
0: all right but i can't spend
1: it all on magic cards
0: i suppose not
1: like that's that's actually unreasonable you gotta spend some of it on other random inane things Like avocado chew toys.
0: (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, buddy, avocado. (laughs) (laughs) So. Magic stuff's going on.
1: Magic stuff is going on.
0: Supposedly. At least that's what you've told me about.
1: Yeah, Obviously nothing you know about because you don't really get to watch coverage anymore, but.
0: No, I don't.
1: Yeah, Yeah, so we got a. Last week, actually, we had the most recent Mythic Championship, mm-hmm. which was modern. And then at the same time, actually kind of surprising, well, not at the same time, I suppose, um, the Mythic Championship took place in France, so obviously they were hours ahead of us. Mm-hmm. There is also the SEG event going on. So the SEG event was like kind of competing with the rerun of the... Uh, Mythic Championship, but they were both modern. Yeah. There's a lot of freaking modern that went on.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, and this is like the first real thing we've had after the the, the huge shakeup, right?
1: Yeah, the banning of well, it's the first big thing we've had since the banning of Bridge from Below and mm-hmm. the first uh, Mythic Championship we've had since Modern Horizons came out. Mm-hmm. And uh, shocker of all shockers, Mono Green Tron won both events. Hmm. Which
0: so makes... are people calling for heads now? Because uh, like I know, I know on Reddit there is um uh, a severe amount of distaste for Tron.
1: Tron is like one of the most hated decks in all of Magic, which is kind of saying something. <laughs> but. Oddly enough, everyone is still just calling for Hogak bans. Hmm. Because people can still turn 2 Hogak and put like 12 power in play. On like turn 2, which is kind of ridiculous. But at the same time, Modern is a kind of ridiculous format. And I mean, like, it is a completely ridiculous format. And let's be, let's we're being completely honest. Turn 2, put 12 power in play, is still a kill on turn 4. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. that is still a turn four format. I don't care what your turn two looks like.
0: Yeah. I mean, that and is... like, there's things you can do. You know? Yeah. Like, like not necessarily, like, not easily.
1: No, but, you know, Path to Exile is still a magic card and yada, yada, yada. Like, right. uh, yes, Hogak is powerful. Yes, Hogak does, like, broken, like, broken ish things, but. I still think a lot of the shit is just overblown. I think the decks is ridiculously powerful. Like, ridiculously powerful. Do you know what the most commonly played card at the Pro Tour was? Hmm. With 836 copies? Hmm. Leyline of the Void. Hmm. Yeah. 836 hmm. copies. 200... And nineteen playsets,
0: Leyline play of the Void. Eh?
1: If my generalized math is accurate, <laughs> huh? Like that was the single most played card at the plate at the card played at the Pro Tour by like two or three hundred cards.
0: So so it's not like a rounding error or anything.
1: No, it was like actual factual. This is the most played card of the Pro Tour.
0: Huh. So. And that- I mean that's a, that says something about the format right
1: that does that says everyone is terrified of hokage weird
0: so weird follow up question to this uh huh should they be
1: uh it is like the flavor of the month so probably
0: i mean like i mean we got a flavor of the month but like is it going to is it going to stick
1: I, that really depends, right? Because like the big thing with Hogak right now, that if you listen to, if you read anyone's articles, if you listen to anyone's content, if you have any, like just follow any of the bullshit surrounding it, it basically comes down to you need seven or eight hate cards to deal with Hogak. Okay. That is a ridiculously high number of hate cards. Yeah. But I still question the whole. The whole need for it, if I'm being completely honest, because I'm still of the opinion that that's still only a turn four kill. Yeah. Yes, Hogak is an eight-eight. That is huge, yeah, literally that's, huge.
0: That's a fatty, fatty boom boom.
1: Like when Sedadrift starts seeing play over Magmatic Sinkhole because Sedadrift can actually quotations deal with a Hogak. That's kind of ridiculous. Although Vapor Snag <laughs> is actually seeing an uptick in play, which is great because. I love Vapor Snag as a magic card. Yeah, me too. Like, obviously people don't want to lose to the deck that everyone says is like ridiculously ridiculously broken and powerful. But obviously, like I don't even know if it's like that. Obviously, like, there are decks that have a good or good or okay matchup against Hokak, depending on who you ask. Like Jund is supposed to be a deck that right now has a good matchup against Hogak, but anyone who plays Hogak says that basically they never lose to Jund. So I don't know who you're. Are you supposed? Who are you supposed to believe in that regard, Right? <laughs> like, I think Jerry Thompson said that like against Hogak his Jund deck was like twenty, twenty, twenty five percent to win game one, but post sideboard it became like a seventy percent chance to win, which is a massive difference, obviously. Yeah. And, but that still leaves you, like, you can't make a mistake, otherwise you're screwed, right? Yeah. Like, I don't, like, Blue-White is supposed to have an okay matchup against it, but obviously, like, there are things that can stop it. There are Blue-White control decks that are playing for Leyline of the Void instead of Rested Peace. Because the importance of the turn zero interaction opposed to turn two. Hmm. But, like, once again, all I can think of whenever I hear all this shit is, like, it's like, ah, you know, 10, 12 power. Like, supposedly they can get up to, like, 20 power and play on turn 2, which is actually makes no sense whatsoever as far as, like, as far as my mind works. I mean, I suppose you can, uh, if you're on the... There is a world where you can somehow, like, if you have... The nutty, nut, nut, nuts. Yeah. You can. Like the perfect seven carder. You can. Vengevines. Okay. Like, Vengevine is how you actually can have, like, a turn three kill in the format. Vengevine is a sweet magic card. Just. (laughs) I,
0: I mean, if there's anything good about this, it's that that card is seen play again, right?
1: Yeah. Like, that card, like, its heyday was during, like, Survival of the Fittest. And, like, I played with the Greater Gargadon. Bridgevine decks for a while, and that just that the decks just had no consistency. Mm -hmm. And suddenly Hogak made the deck consistent, which is kind of insane. But like there's all these decks that supposedly have like an okay matchup against Hogak, and decks that have just, you know, like they're playing seven different hate cards against Hogak. There's decks that are main decking hate cards. And it just led to this really, really weird situation where suddenly Mono Green Tron is good. <laughs> Mono Green Tron regularly main decks three or four. Um, uh, uh, wow, I completely forgot what it's called. Relic of this Oh yeah, okay. Because it's free and it cycles. Like they don't need their graveyards for anything, right? Yeah. So they're already main decking that, which gives them like some game against Hogak. <laughs> And then, in addition to that, they have a good matchup against the decks that are supposed to be good against Hogak. Like, they have a good matchup against Jon. They have a good matchup against Blue Light. They have a good deck matchup against any of those decks that are, like, you know, good stuff decks. Yeah. And so, suddenly, Monogreen Tron becomes, like, one of the best decks you can be playing that, while not, you know, super amazing against Hogak, isn't completely crushed by Hogak. Yeah. Like, I watched a game where uh, the um, uh, mono green Tron player basically used two different Oblivion Stones as fogs. Because he O-stoned his opponent's board, his opponent immediately rebuilt with just as much, if not more, power. O-stoned his opponent's board, immediately rebuilt with just as much, if not more, power. And then he untapped it. And, like, the... The um uh, Green tron guy was able to like stabilize with things like Worm Coil Engine, like he actually swung for Lethal, but the Lethal was the milling or exiling 20 off of Gulamog. Like that was the actual win, like win in game one, which was ridiculous. That's absurd. And it's just a really weird place for modern right now. There's a a Modern Grand Prix in a week in Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. So obviously, you know, like you have all the local uh, people who are like planning for it and like figuring out what they want to play and yada, yada, yada. And a lot of them are like, well, I think I'm going to play this or I'm going to build this or I'm going to play this. And they're like, what do you think? I'm like, I haven't played Modern in like three months. (laughs) Literally the only help I can offer is like, content that i've ingested and like my own mind which doesn't have that much recent experience with modern so as much as it pains me to say i don't have that much u- utility for them right yeah Yeah, you know, like my one friend sean he's like well i'm just gonna play affinity and like he's like i don't know if i should do this or this and i'm like if i'm being if i'm gonna be completely honest with you i would not play affinity yeah because uh the last two decks in the Mythic Championship, like first and second place were Mono Green Tron and Hardened Scales, mm-hmm. both decks of which get hated out by Artifact Hate. Yeah, so people are going to be thinking about that, and I just don't want to play a deck that can't beat a Stony Sounds, right? Like that just doesn't feel—that's not yeah. what I want to play.
0: Yeah, that feels really
1: bad. Like, <laughs> so it's like I honestly, if I was going to be playing in the the grand prix i would probably be playing something like jund if Mm -hmm. i didn't want to be playing hogak itself but hogak's probably the best choice like you play hogak you put four force of vigor in your sideboard or whatever the hell that card is called and just Mm -hmm. you know go with it like play the deck that probably is probably going to get a banning banning from it right yeah Uh. The format's in such a weird place, though. This this did lead me, actually, to a really, really interesting thought of mine. Okay. I, I would like to know your opinion on it. So, right. <laughs> everyone is complaining about the fact that you're having to, like, at this point, you're main decking hate cards. Yep. You know from experience dealing with me, like, randomly flooding you at deck lists?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm actually relatively okay with the thought of main decking hate cards if they have utility. Yeah. I sh- I'm pretty sure I don't remember even what was good. I think it was like Dredge was in, Dredge was on the rise, and I just started like sending you like blue black based lists that were main decking surgical extractions.
0: I uh, yeah, I'd main deck surgical extractions.
1: Yeah, but like I've main decked um, uh, Shadow of Doubt before.
0: Yeah, I love is- I love Shadow of Doubt too.
1: Which in and of itself is a hate card that has the po- the potential chance of just stifling your opponent randomly if yeah. you get super lucky, right? Like, I uh, am mm-hmm. actually okay with the thought of main decking hate cards in a format.
0: I, I mean, John, I for a while we were literally kind of building a black white control deck that main deck rest in peace and a bunch of other dumb crap like that. We were <laughs> like, <laughs> we are totally okay with this. <laughs>
1: Like, for all intents and purposes, Blood Moon is a hate is a hate is a hate card and I <laughs> we put a lot of work into playing Blue Moon for a while. And right? The last
0: time I seriously, seriously played Modern, I was playing Blue Moon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh <And> Yeah.
1: <laughs> I honestly think part of the reason why I am why I think that way is because I think in the terms of older formats. Mm-hmm. Let's be completely honest. Force of Will is a bad magic card. Yes. Force of Will is a necessary evil to keep things like Charbelcher from dominating Legacy.
0: Yeah. Like, if, if you he... just look at... If you look at the card in and of itself without any context of format or anything, like, assume you're playing draft decks in fair magic. Yep. Like, like if I was sitting down and drafting and, like, no money aside or anything and I got past a Force of Will, I would never draft that card. Yep. The card is terrible. But like, yeah, okay.
1: You would never build a blue deck in Legacy without four of them.
0: No. <laughs> like, And if you and if you do build one without four of them, you have to have a damn good reason.
1: Yeah, I suppose Dredge is technically a blue deck and doesn't play Force of Will.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, Cephalid Colosseum needs a blue to activate. So Breakthrough is one of the few spells that deck casts. Oh blue and it's mana cost
0: Fight Tec- me. it's technically <laughs> a blue deck like just imagine that you know I guess meme like <laughs> for for that thing
1: like, most of the time when I'm talking to you I imagine that's you So,
0: I mean, usually it is but <laughs>
1: but like to be a blue deck in Legacy not playing Force Will you have to be doing it for a very 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 good reason yeah You know, it's the same reason why you almost never see a card like Duress in standard, in like a main deck and a standard deck. Mm -hmm. You will absolutely see cards like Duress main deck in Legacy, especially with a deck like Storm or something like that.
0: You'll literally see Duress.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, usually you're more likely to see a card like Cabal Therapy or a card like um, Thoughtseize. But like the point, the fact is like Duress is still a card. Mm-hmm. In Legacy. I put it yeah. in a Storm's main deck in Legacy. <laughs> I've,
0: I've seen that current in Vintage.
1: Exactly. Oh, like, that's even going further back to that. Like, look at Vintage as a format. <laughs> People main deck Fragmentize in that format. <laughs> People main deck their hate cards in Vintage because they need to because decks like Shops exist. Mm-hmm. That is like the further back you go in magic, the more you realize people are playing all these weird little, potentially absolute garbage cards in their main deck Mm -hmm. because they're worried about something. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you sit down and you're playing Grixis Control and I'm playing Goblins. You don't want to have all your force of wills in your deck. No. You probably want one or two, right? Hitting like, vials is still good. It's not
0: bad having a force of will, but, like, usually they're one of the first cuts you go you go through.
1: Exactly. If you're not cutting your force of wills, and if you're not trimming on your force of wills in fair matchups, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Like, yeah. or you just have a lot of other bad cards in the matchup. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's... But the thing is, it's still a necessary evil. You need to play Force of In Vintage, you need to play hate cards for things. Like Flusterstorm is a main deckable card in Vintage and Legacy. Completely unplayable in Modern and Standard right now, right? (laughs) But all you ever hear about people complain about in Modern is, oh, this deck's too oppressive. Oh, this deck, I have to dedicate all these cyber cards. Oh, this deck, you know, like, I'm suddenly having to main deck hate for this deck in this format, yada, yada, yada. And I don't think that's a problem because that's not how I approach magic. Your deck is not 60 cards plus 15 cards. It's 75 cards.
0: Yeah, that's one of your mantras that you have had for a long time.
1: Yeah, like as a result, of that I'm a big fan of playing random potentially good one ofs that I can easily trim. Right, like yep. that is something I do on the regular.
0: You are the fun ofest person ever. Like, it's somewhat absurd how many one ofs you play.
1: I mean, I literally built a a Jeskai control deck in modern of nothing but one ofs just to see what some like if some of the cards that never see play were good. Uh, you want to know? It's actually a really good card against burn. Ojitai's command, okay, great card. Yeah.
0: I remember the I remember the Singleton deck.
1: Yeah, I really shouldn't have done the mana base Singleton. That kind of screwed me a bit. But every th- I should I, if I ever do that again, it's going to be every non-land is going to be Singleton.
0: Yeah, which is fair.
1: Yeah, because dear god I need to be able to actually cast my spells like fetching with that deck was more difficult than anything else I ever did (laughs) Uh. but uh, going back to my original point Mm -hmm. I feel like everyone in modern literally everyone in modern is a whiny bitch Okay. (laughs) all they want to do is play all they want to do is just do their thing they don't want yeah. like they don't want to have to interact with their opponent unless their deck is specifically like blue white control, which in the past has main decked three to four resting piece like, or someone is playing Jund where their goal is to just be, have better cards than their opponent, which has also main decked Nile's spell bomb because dredge was on the rise. No, everyone wants to just play whatever their random little. F-ing Bullshit thing as they want to do, and just not be interacted with. They want to do their thing. They want, and they just want to hope their thing is better than whatever thing their opponent's doing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They don't want to have to play four main deck leyline of the voids to try and stop this really, really powerful deck. You want, mm-hmm. But you want to know a good way to make the hogak deck start falling off? Have people main decking leyline of the voids. Yeah. Which means suddenly their game one matchup is no longer like, you know, the best thing ever, because you still have the London mulligan. Yep. You can still aggressively mulligan to a leyline of the void. Maybe you don't need your, your opponents on Hogak. But if you're playing in a larger tournament, by like rounds three or four, you should have a general idea of like what the field is like and who what big name players may or may not be playing a deck like Hogak. So Like, actively, like, ruining their game one win percentage, which is where most of their win percentage comes from, like, most weird little combo decks like that, would be a major kick in the nuts to Hogak. Yeah. Like, and I don't see a problem with that, because that would be the format adapting naturally, instead of this pretense where everyone they just know if they whine enough eventually something might happen
0: Yeah, why do i have to change my main deck right
1: yeah like why why can't i just do whatever random bs thing i want to be doing you know why do i have to why do i have to try and think about what my opponent's doing just let me like you know put my phoenixes in play or some bs like that
0: yeah i mean i feel like graveyard hate is one of those things that's like every deck in modern does graveyard shit yeah, like, that's just what it feels like. I know it's not true, actually, but like, man, every single deck is doing something in the graveyard.
1: <laughs> like, but, even the fair decks, like you know, Blue Eye Control still can play Snapcaster Mage. Jund still plays Tarmogoyf. Jund plays Renin Six. You want to know a good way to make your opponent's Renin Six bad? Just turn off their graveyard.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: Like. But a good way to make your opponent's Tarmogoyf's bad? Turn off their graveyard. Like that yeah, is that, a...
0: that shuts stuff down.
1: Like for all intents and purposes, modern is the graveyard format. It really is. Like you have Phoenix, you have Hogak, you have Snap-catch to Mage decks, you have Renin Six decks. I don't even know what else sees play anymore at this point.
0: Yeah, that's like, about it. Nothing else.
1: That's <laughs> pretty much. I almost want to bring up like, if she's she goldfish, but I'm worried it'll crash my internet.
0: (laughs) I mean, I have it. I have it up and stuff too, but like.
1: Is that a modern? This actually shows like little picture things, right? Yeah. So Eldrazi Tron doesn't use the graveyard. That's the third most popular deck right now. Humans Uh doesn't use the graveyard, which is the fifth most popular deck right now. Then we have burn, regular green Tron. So out of the first eight, we have half the decks that use the Graveyard. And then yeah. if we go down to the, t- the next 12,
2: mm-hmm.
1: eight out of the 12 top decks all use the Graveyard. Jeez. Like, Please tell me it's bad to have to main deck Graveyard. Hey,
0: See, that's what I feel like. Like, even incidental graveyard hate seems like it's a decent thing. Like, I mean, as you said about the um, uh, the Tron, like, running the um main deck Relic of Progenitus. Yeah. Like, it's a card that's, you know, good when you need it and just totally fine when you
1: don't. Yeah, like, Tron is already playing main deck, like, Chromatic Stars and Chromatic Spheres just to cycle. Yeah suddenly, like, okay, this this one doesn't cycle in the sense that it's giving them back the mana and allowing them to, like, cast their Sylvan Scryings or their Ancient Stirrings, but it's still, give, it's still just, it cycles at its worst. Yeah. And at its best, you eat your opponent's Hogak out of nowhere. Like, that's just a thing you can do in Modern, and people act like it's the end of the world. Like, yes, this is Tron doing it, and Tron is, like, everyone's red-headed stepchild of hated decks yeah like Like, it's kind of weird that tron is like potentially the hero in this story because no one wants tron to be the hero
0: yeah like what i don't know whatever what uh it's i just totally agree with you it's just people crying about stuff for the most
1: part I mean, is the Hogadak deck powerful? deck powerful? Yes. I mean,
0: Dear yeah. God, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we're not, like, we're not stupid. <laughs>
1: yeah. I watched a guy rebuild a board state of fourteen to sixteen power three turns in a row. That is absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But you know what? He lost that game. Yeah. I, like I don't know. That's just a thing that happened. He did that and lost. Did his opponent have to get lucky? Yes. But you know what? The Hogak deck guy didn't get unlucky at all. Like, he was able to do that. He played really well to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. His opponent had to play well and get lucky to be able to beat him. But his opponent still beat him. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. it's. I mean, you know I've always been a fan of let formats adapt. Yes. Like to to the point of it being a problem. <laughs> like yes. uh, I mean I Free Treasure Cruise. Per- yeah, I was the person insane <laughs> enough to be like, nah, treasure crews shouldn't be banned. Yeah. Like <laughs> ancestral recall is perfectly fine for the format. Um
1: You have to work for it. It made Thoughts Scour playable.
0: I'm okay with this. Exactly. Um But like Maybe maybe the deck deserves a ban. Maybe it doesn't. I, I I can't say I haven't been playing the format enough, but like, I would just love to see people try to solve a freaking problem instead of crying about stuff because that's all that happens is people cry
1: about it. And it doesn't help that everyone and their goddamn mother is like, <laughs> like all these pros are like, all oh, oh yeah, Hogak's going to get banned. Like it's not going to be emergency banned, but it's going to get banned during the next announcement. The financial guy was like, "Oh yeah, Hogax going to get banned. It just it just does too powerful of things." It's like, or people can just adapt. Yeah, Everyone but... was calling for a faithless looting ban when freaking um, Mardu pyromancer, <laughs> uh, whatever goblin hollow one.
0: Yeah, the right. Hollow One anybody deck. remember that deck?
1: <laughs> yeah, ever ever remember, remember when Hollow One was like considered super busted?
0: And the problem, and then, yeah,
1: yeah, and like Dredge, like those were like the three decks that were breaking the shit out of Faithless Looting. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, Hogak is a Faithless Looting deck. Yeah, because of course it is.
0: I mean, it's a <laughs> it's, it's a graveyard deck.
1: Yeah, like. Faithless Looting is both one of the most broken enablers and one of the most use, useful general value cards there are in modern right now. Mm-hmm. Like I still don't think it should be banned. Yeah, I don't remember where I was going with this, but I had the I, oh yeah, either it was way, incredibly
0: like, fascinating.
1: <laughs> like everyone was on this super big thing where they're like, all these cards, you know, like we need to ban Faithless Looting because all of this is happening. And it's just terrible, and yada, yada, yada. And then, like, people just kind of shut up. Yeah. When Watsy stops saying anything about it. And then, suddenly, Hogak is now, like, the thing, right? Yeah.
0: And the roof's on fire. Yeah.
1: And I even have to, like, give some, like, some, like, minor shade towards P Sully on this, because P Sully is a big proponent of they should ban Faithless Looting. Really? Yeah. And I'm gonna be honest, if he thinks they should ban it, he might be right. He's, He's probably right. <laughs> He's literally a game designer, right? Yeah. He, and he does, watches a lot of magic stuff. But he was throwing some flack Watsy's way for literally not even mentioning Faithless Looting directly in the banned and restricted announcement where they banned Spiritual from low.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's like, at, they basically just like made a general side comment alluding to cards that enable stuff. Mm-hmm. Instead of like the quotations payoff, that is rich below, yeah, which is also uh, an ambler in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand where he's coming from, but I also think that the Mardu Pyromancer is a sweet deck. Mm-hmm. It is not a broken deck. Just, it is a mid range cool. <laughs> deck. For a while, it was just a better Jund deck than Jund. Which is awesome. That deck is 100% enabled by the existence of Faithless Looting. Yeah. That deck would die without Faithless Looting. <laughs> is that necessarily a bad thing? Probably not.
0: I mean, it's like, in, in the end, it's like, who cares, I guess, to some degree. It's, but...
1: Yeah, it's like a mid-range deck goes, goes the way of the Dodo. But it's like, you do ruin some fair decks by banning Faithless Looting. You do ruin some very interactive decks by banning Faithless Looting. And I would rather have the broken decks, like Hogak and Dredge and Hollow one, lol, exist than like than uh, run the risk of ruining the potentially like sweet interactive decks. hmm I know this is like a really, really messed up analogy, but it's kind of like the whole, I would rather see 10 criminals go free than one innocent man left a rotten prison. Yeah. Which is not a good way of thinking if you're thinking large scale, right? Like, But I would just rather see sweet decks exist and force people to adapt to the somewhat BS decks like Hogak and all that Mm -hmm. than have the sweet decks not exist.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously you're preaching to the choir here on that stuff. I mean, yeah. you know, we kind of agree on a lot of these things. Um, but, like, I don't know. It's, I hate it when that, when stuff like that gets wrapped up. Like, all the, like, when these cool fair decks suffer because of someone else's sins, you know? Like, uh-huh. Bridge from Below makes sense. As a below.
1: No one ever put Bridge yeah. from Below in a deck with the intent of it being fair. Nobody,
0: yeah. Nobody is like, gosh, I'm going to put, I'm, uh, I'm going to throw a Bridge from Below in my deck here just so I can get some extra value. Like, no. Like, you're like, I'm going to put Bridge from Below in my deck and I am going to do something that is dirty and unreasonable. Like, and
1: I'm going to try and do something that's dirty yeah. and unreasonable.
0: Like,. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna put it in my deck and just play a deck that has absolutely no mana producing cards in it. Yeah, yeah Like Because that's how this game was designed. Like
1: it's <laughs> so, all the little so, cogs.
0: Yep. So, like, those make sense. Where it's like, I think that's one of the things that, like, to go to Legacy, like, one of the things that kind of annoys me about, um, uh, like, Mind Twist is like. Nobody's busting mind twist. No. Like, if somebody puts it in there, they get, like, one or two non-games. Because they got lucky and decided to do something stupid, like dark ridding into it or whatever. Which seems suspect to start out with.
1: I mean, dark ritual, turn one dark ritual mind twist is still only two cards.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, and we have him to Turok, like. Yeah. like, like it, it's It's not that good, you know. But I mean maybe you could like you know turn once sw- swamp darker darker it mind twist ooh you know <laughs>
1: yeah so you traded your three cards for your opponent's four cards
0: seems strong like you get what I'm saying here now right like it's it just feels like like I don't like it when. Cast sins or like one deck did something kinda dirty and everybody had to ban it and stuff. Even if the card doesn't do anything like that, you know? Like nobody really cares about um mind twist like mind twist anymore, even if it was legal. Yep. Right? Like uh uh what was that stupid dragon that you could like flicker over and over again? World Gorger?
1: Yep, World Gorger Dragon. Like
0: who who's got that on the radar right now
1: absolutely no one cuz it doesn't do anything
0: exactly like and that was an unbanned card you know yep and it's like
1: part of an infinite combo yeah
0: it was part of an infinite combo and that and you know this one infinite combo and you know back in the day it probably made sense but like you know nowadays it's like just you know let the stupid things free like and i think they I know, I know why they want to ban cards, like, and want to be heavier on banning the cards, but, like, since I got no stake in it, I guess, like, and Modern's a garbage-ass format to start out with, um, like, just, I don't know, I think they should let stuff go and have people figure shit out. Like, I don't think you can tell where a format settles in a couple months.
1: No, that's entirely the thing, right? Like... In, like, two months when Eldraine comes out and the next banner restriction announcement happens, like, that is not enough time for a format to truly shake out. There's yeah. just not enough tournaments going on.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like, especially with the reduced coverage, we don't get to see how things are changing, so things will change slower. Yep. Yes, you have Magic Online doing its thing, but Magic Online is only so much, right? Like, Magic Online does have a reduced player base as to what it used to.
0: Yeah, from Arena and stuff. Also, Magic Online, I feel like it has the same problem that like certain things have with it being a little inbred.
1: Yeah. like, like And a, there are a lot of people who literally just want to play the best deck and don't want to innovate. Yep. Right? Like, a lot of the innovation usually comes from pro players. Mm-hmm. And a lot of pros lately, like, it feels like the era of pros where they're always trying to figure out how to beat something, has just slowly died off mm-hmm. since Battle for Zendikar.
0: Yeah, after like,
1: all that. Literally, Eldrazi just seemed to break pros where they stopped caring. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'm just going to play the best deck until it gets banned. Yep. And as as much as Watsy, Like, you know, has like, may or may not have made errors in regards to coverage and may or may not have made errors in regards to pro, or the pro players' clubs and all that kind of bullshit. The way you kill magic is when people stop trying. Mm -hmm. Like, magic in and of itself is a game of innovation, it is a game of like putting things together and seeing what comes out of it. There are literally billions of potential combinations of magic cards and there needs to be people on the forefront actually trying to make these changes and the thing is like the people who are the pe and the even if someone does try and do that, if that person doesn't have a platform to get it out there and being like, this is what I'm doing to beat this, this is what I'm doing that, it's not going to get out there, people aren't going to see it, they're not going to adapt it, and it's not going to change. When something stagnates, it dies. That is kind of like every, every pro player's and like writer's opinion of modern lately is just, mm-hmm. I'm just going to see what happens. Yeah. And it's kind of dumb. <laughs> so,
0: I have a weird follow-up question. Uh-huh. Um, kind of, not necessarily a follow-up, but just kind of something in the vein of this and stuff like that. So, do you think modern size is starting to become a problem? Like, you know, modern modern was a relatively small format by comparison to like obviously like legacy or something, mm-hmm. and you know as it's gro- it just keeps growing and growing and growing. Obviously, um, is it hitting a point where there's just starting to be so much in it that we have to stop approaching it like modern and approach it a little more like older formats? Like you said, I suppose I answered my own question there, but like. I'm just wondering if if it's gone on long enough and the the scale of it has just changed too much and people are looking at it with the wrong eyes.
1: Do you want to hear something absolutely insane? What? The format is called Modern and it's 16 years old. (laughs) It can legally drive in some states. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Yeah. Like that's just something that's going to happen. Where the older back of format goes, the more the more interaction and weird shit there's going to be in that format, right? Mm-hmm. That's just a thing. Hogak mm-hmm. is busted with cards from M19 and cards from original Zendikar. Yeah, right. Like, not to mention the fact that it plays Carrion Feeder. Yeah. You know, the OG classic carrion feeder from I don't even know what set it was originally from. Oh,
0: was it like Odyssey or something? I gotta go look now. No, or was it an Alara set? I no. Know. Uh, or uh, no, not an Alara set. Um Oh, it's Scourge.
1: Yeah, okay, Scourge. Yeah. Little dragon die guy, yep. guy. Right? Like that is an old ass card from an old ass set.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Like that's the kind of interactions you have going on right now in modern. And those, you just can't predict those things. So yeah. what's going to happen is every single time something new comes out, either WotC is going to have to be willing to ban cards, which is also extremely damaging for your format.
0: But or, pro- honestly, though, they've proved that they're willing to.
1: They've proved that they're willing to, but there comes a point where you just have to stop, right? Yeah. Like, you can't have a 300 card ban list. Like it is not feasible. Is
0: is that modern's thing?
1: Just a massive ban list? Like like
0: they're just willing to ban cards in modern to get the environment they want, like God, regardless I hope of not. whatever it is. Like cuz if you look at something like legacy they're just like, "All right guys, have fun." Like Yeah. Like it takes a lot to ban a card in legacy. Like you know, like a card has to be doing something that is pretty busted or Really yeah, cheating like on something?
1: It has to be literally a piece of the Power Nine <laughs> yeah. to like earn a banning in Legacy, or yeah, orgotaxing f- or, or yeah. probe, <laughs> or completely free with yeah. no cost and only upside. Yeah, they have they like banning blue cards in Legacy. Like, yeah, yeah, I do I don't know because on one hand it's. Re- They still make money from modern, right? Yeah. Modern Horizon proves that oh so well. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: It's really hard to market a format when a large portion of that format involves stuff like, you know, well, I have to main deck fragmentize because this deck exists. (laughs) Like, that's just a thing. But on the other hand, a large part of the appeal for modern is people who just can't give up on things that they used to enjoy, right? Like, If we're being completely honest, Modern is the nostalgia format. Yeah. Or it was... Like, a large portion of why people like Modern is because it was the nostalgia format. A lot of the stuff that's good in Modern is stuff that was good in Standard and just kind of got, like, pushed back. Like, only only recently have, like, the really, really broken cards, like, started being introduced and just creating their own archetypes Mm -hmm. that have effectively no actual functionality in the format they were in originally but i mean look at how dominant snapcaster mage has been snapcaster mage has only been in magic for shortly or slightly longer than i've been since i came back to magic
0: yeah like right when we started playing like
1: og innistrad is not that old it's old don't get me wrong it's like 10 freaking years or something insane at this point
2: yeah
1: but it's not that old And that card was an absolutely dominator in Modern from the time it came into play. And then a lot of people just started playing with all these new things. Like, I don't know. Modern is a messed up format. And it's going to remain messed up until WotC decides what they want it to be. Do they want to just literally ban everything? Or do they want to just tell people to suck it up like Legacy?
0: Yeah. Like and honestly, I, I don't know.
1: Honestly, the best bet is telling them to suck it up. Like learn to build your modern decks like legacy players built their decks.
0: But, <laughs> but then they'd all have to get good.
1: How unfortunate.
0: <laughs> I mean, to be fair though, that is by comparison difficult because of there's a lot of different stuff going on by comparison. Legacy, like obviously, we talked about the graveyard stuff in modern, which you could you could just throw that in the deck and probably be okay-ish, depending on what you do. Like,
1: I mean, graveyard hate, like the biggest that one's fine,
0: but like, I mean, there's a lot of different axes that are hit with with modern.
1: I don't disagree, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's kind of like okay, then pick what you want to lose to, or just try and play a linear pile of garbage. Yeah, like. When all you do is complain, nothing changes. Yeah. Like, crying to the powers that be to try and fix whatever you perceive as being, you know, bad can only get you so far. Sometimes you need to nut up and be the change, right? Like, Mm -hmm. that's just a thing you have to do.
0: I don't know. Life lessons from me. There we go. In a weird way it makes me wish extended didn't fall off.
1: <laughs> I mean I I wish they just pushed more formats in general, right? Like
0: I mean that's hard though.
1: It is. It is really hard. But you know it's a sweet format? Block constructed.
0: Yeah, man, I agree. I I'm sad that went away, but like obviously it's gone now.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it's a really awkward format, too, right? Like, the what the last time we saw it was Theros block, when Shapen yeah. won his last pro tour.
0: Mm-hmm. Ixalan, when we played it on Arena.
1: Yeah, that, which was also sweet. That like, it's really awesome. hard. <laughs> the thing is, with formats like that, it's, it's really hard for, like, local stores to do it. So, basically, those formats are kind of, like, reserved for the, you know, upper echelons of people for, like, um, mm-hmm. pro tours and shit.
0: I don't know that block that block popper or whatever it was, standard popper thing was cool. Like, I'd love to see like a block, whatever, like some block events or something happen at stores. Like I'd be really, really interested in that.
1: I agree, but it's hard to get like quotations, normal people into that. Right. Yeah. Like, true. The, the standard popper tournament only had like 10 people at it.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, it's one of those things. It's like I've said with, let me you use, that we've said before is where like magic is different for everyone. Like, you know, nobody is playing the same game of magic to some degree. And like, well, me and you may really, really like brewing decks and shit like that for these weird formats and tuning them and stuff. Like there's a lot of people who are like, where's my list. Yeah.
1: There are a lot of people who are boring and aren't very good. Yes.
0: I agree with you but like yeah but like i think that there are a lot of players like that who are not like don't want to make something like they just want to be like all right here's what the pro here's what you know x pro played or is advocating or whatever i'm going to play that and tune it a touch
1: if they tune it at all if
0: they tune it at all
1: i get that like there are people who want to do that right like there are people who their entire shtick is i just want to grind the best deck right yeah Yeah. like they're trying they're like the base level spike is probably what i would call them (laughs) like you know they're they're basic spikes
0: (laughs) yeah basic
1: you know also as i like to refer to them as boring like yeah but like there are those are basically the people who you always see like grand prix and stuff right like and they have a ceiling in how far they can actually go but that's still like that is what they enjoy out of magic they enjoy Mm -hmm. just trying to they're more trying to hone their own skill as opposed to hone like playing magic in general as opposed to trying to hone a deck as it were Mm -hmm. it's like yeah those people are a decent sized portion of magic but yeah i don't know
0: i like i just feel like it, it's a tragedy in some ways because like i have learned so much about magic like playing magic too like and being like good by brewing those dumb effing decks like with you like brewing you know ixalan block esper or ixalan block jund like or unexpected results or you know the trashy modern decks we worked on and like things like that. like i feel like i've learned more about the formats and like what's important and how to play these things by just doing that then like a, and you know a large number of games could replicate because like realistically playing of playing a lot of um uh, a lot of decks like that like a lot of the formats if with established decks is just pattern recognition
1: yeah, I mean, just, just think of, like, we legit learned things when we built the, of all things, standard popper Mardu tokens.
0: Yes, we learned but, that we know how to build the best deck in the format blind, but... Um.
1: Yeah, like, like, we learned how, we learned that we can build the best deck in the format blind. We learned we can build a three-color mana base using only commons.
0: Yes, which like, is fascinating.
1: And it wasn't an imp- it wasn't like a super important mana base like it was only a light splash for black. I'm pretty sure it was base red white. Yeah, it was, it was like
0: red. It was like a red white tokens deck for the most part.
1: Yeah, and we like just splashed black for Ponyback Brigade, but we learned that we could do that. Yeah. And ponyback Br- Pony Ponyback Brigade was so powerful that it was worth it.
0: Yeah. Like that was your bomb. I love it. Like. <laughs> It was. Oh, I know. I'm not like. I'm. Just, it's just funny, like the scale of the formats, like.
1: Yeah, and like you know, and that deck was like fighting actual legit standard competition. That was like the Gray Merchant of Asphodel deck. Yeah. Right. Like, and I crushed that thing. That deck had no chance against Ponyback Brigade. <laughs> Trumpet blast is a hell of a magic card,
0: right? <laughs> but, yeah, like I don't know. I I feel like people are missing out. When they don't, when they don't look at that or discuss it at least, like yeah. I think that's a huge, the huge piece, you know, that like we really, you know, like Ixalan block, we got a lot of reps in on that stuff. Like we ground the shit out of that.
1: I played more beta arena than I have played arena since I've been able to put money into it. Yeah, and that's kind of insane.
0: That it really is insane. Like, yeah, we played a lot of beta arena. And And,
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously, I have no way of proving this. But, like, for all intents and purposes, we were on the forefront of, like, the actual Esper control deck that wound up being, like, the best deck in Excellent Block constructed.
0: I'm going to go with that.
1: Well, because, like, a lot of the weird innovation and shit like that is, like, you know, you originally wanted to build a control deck I'm like, well, what can we do here? And, like, we figured out that, like, the actual best win gone was Sanguine Sacrament of all insane things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, we figured out, like, all these little things you can do. And, like, you know, after we start building that deck, that's suddenly, you know, like, five days to a week later, suddenly, you know, so that you're playing the Sanguine Sacrament mirror where we have to learn that, like, you know, the best way to go over the top is to... uh the seven mana draw seven targeting your opponent and those kind of <laughs> insane bullshit things. Yeah, the
0: overwhelming like or whatever it was, like yeah, just like draw them out.
1: You know, like that's something that you know, like we we found what was possible. We built a deck. We then, you know, the deck started or the format started adapting around that deck existing. Yeah. We realized we needed some way. We needed a mirror breaker of all things. Yeah. So suddenly, a, you know, overwhelming insight becomes like a main deckable card for the first and last time ever.
0: Yeah, right. Like, well, everyone else is bitching on the forums about how they hate the Sanguine Sacrament loop. Yeah. Like,
1: we're just like, how do we beat it? Yeah,
0: how do we beat it? And then we're like, oh, wait, here's the way you beat it. Build Jund.
1: Yeah. Build <laughs> Jund, charging <laughs> monsters monster sore their asses.
0: Uh, Get f- opponent, get <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, screamed
1: really loudly. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's that's still probably like one of my favorite magic moments we've had together. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> love that.
1: But, but yeah, that was the thing, right? Like, I'm like, you know, if Esper is good, then the mana base for Jund is also probably good. Like, how would I build Jund? Because Jund had a good Esper matchup. Oh yeah, like, because <laughs> they're just like, oh, that's a that's a nice control deck you have there. Let me out-grind you in the late game.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, it was... Because it was running, like, Phoenix and Charging Monstersaur and Ripdraw Raptor and just, like, you know... Like, like, the entire deck was, like, you know, 7 and 8 out of 10. Yeah. Like, just solid, solid-ass cards. I think worst card
1: in there. the... Worst card in the... Yeah, Burning Sun's Avatar was played. That mana base was honestly a little more sketchy than it should have been. Yeah. Which is why switching over to playing Phoenixes was really nice when those came out, because then you, they allowed you to have more red in the mana base yeah, instead of all the Riptide Raptors.
0: <laughs> yeah, because it was a weird thing where you wanted to have double green on turn four, but you wanted to, to have, uh, you wanted to have your first land be red.
1: Yes, it was
0: or something. It was like something like that, like because no, we had you talked want... about it.
1: Yeah, because you wanted like double green or double black on two on two because yeah. the deck played Chupacabra. Your yep. two drop. I remember playing like the worst card in the deck, but we played two. Was dinosaur, <laughs> dinosaur hunter. hunter? Yep. Because no one would ever attack their dinosaur into that
0: card, no matter what.
1: Ever, ever. It was. They awesome. were terrified of it. It was. I the... mean,
0: it's a hunter of dinosaurs. It was. <laughs> uh, dumb and but then two, like. Two
1: you're doing all this shit, and like your sick your sixth drop was Burning Sun's avatar, because it was uh, Flame Tongue Kabu on crack, and yeah. then there was like one uh, Carnage Tyrants, just as like a mandatory. Yeah, I should probably have this in the deck. And that list was tuned, as weird as that is to say, it was a really tuned
0: list. Like it was really fun. I loved that deck, man. It was super fun.
1: All was right. Soul Salvage is that what the card so, was yep, called?
0: Yep. Soul Salvage. Because they, they reprinted really nice Soul, Soul, Soul salvage. salvage off the top. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: the
0: they made, they,
1: they made one mistake, and that was tapping out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we were able to talk about formats in modern that long.
1: Uh, mostly that? modern.
0: Yep. Stayed on topic. All right. Well, cool. So if you want to shoot us some feedback, you can send an email to thelocalmeta at gmail.com. Um, you can catch us on Twitter at thelocalmetaPC and go for trying to tell us how wrong we are about the stuff, and we will tell you why you're wrong. Um, <laughs> uh, you can catch everything on the or all this stuff at thelocalmeta.com. Catch a link to the Discord where you can really talk to us in real-time tell us how wrong we are. Um, but, yeah, cool. Come check us out there. Say hi. And, yeah, John, anything else? Nope. Sweet. We'll catch you next time.